ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the time of the week again. It's the TK Kirkland show, better known as T to the motherfucking K. And let me tell you something. I travel this great world. I meet some great men and women, and they tell me their stories. And nothing seems nothing amazes me, but I love to share it because I just love motherfucking life. I have a beautiful lady on my show this week who is fucking gorgeous. Uh, just by my tone, you just you just hear it. Uh, but she <laughs> <laughs> she got a man, and 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 what's great about the situation? She has a man. And we was talking, and I said, how you do? She said, well, we have a little situation. She said, I caught my man cheating, fucking the neighbor, and she took him back, which I find, I can't judge nobody. I'm just going to use the word, which, the expression, which I find, and you make up, you put your own word in there after we do this interview. So bring me up to date, young lady. Tell us what, when, how long you've been with the gentleman, everything in the years, how long you've been together, and what led up to him doing your neighbor. Well, we've um, we've been together off and on literally for about 21 years. Okay. And um, how, how the situation happened is um, I am – Bisexual, and um, he's always known that, always accepted that about me. Uh-huh. And, you said you're um, bisexual? I am bisexual. Oh, bisexual, okay, okay. Yeah. And so um, we meet people and, you know, we do our thing or whatever, whatever. Um, it's just like any normal relationship. Okay. So we, uh, this lady moves in across the street, and, I mean, she doesn't look like much, you know, okay. but... Um, I saw her from time to time, no, you know, not paying attention. Right. And um, I don't think she knew we were a couple. Okay. <laughs> so they meet one day because she needed some help putting up a putting up a mirror or something in her home. And I guess they chit chatted a couple of times, and then he finally told her that um, he lived here with his um, his girl and his and her son. You know. Right. And so she was like, um, well, I don't want any drama, you know, tell her to come meet me. So I went over and met her. She was, you know, cool by, you know, any person's um, standards. And um, so we started hanging out a couple, you know, a couple of days here and there. And then come to find out, they were a lot more chummy than I knew. You know, I just thought he, you know, helped her move a couple of things in her house a couple of times. But um, they were, I guess, talking on the telephone and decided um, that we were all going to hang out. Okay. So we hanging out. we getting to know each other. And I'm just like, at first, I didn't know what was going on. I just thought, you know, maybe we're just neighbors getting to know one another. You know, right, I right. didn't think it any You're not white, right? <laughs> Fuck what? They're getting to know each other. Okay, go ahead. That's it. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay, so, you know, I'm listening to them talk. I'm not very, I'm shy when I meet people, so I listen. And um, they weren't talking about anything that interests me. You know, they right. were into their own interests. 
so months and months going forward, we do things together, like hang out, go to shows, go, you know, just doing those stuff together. Okay, so I'm going to break it down. When you say go out hanging together, tell me the shows that y'all was going to. I mean, we went to like this um, hole-in-the-wall bar here um, where they play live music. They do like okay. jazz, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so now when you're eating and drinking there, is anybody touching anybody? Is he touching her? Is he giggling, touching him? Are you giggling, touching the both of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it was just social, you know, and then... Um, no, 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 you didn't answer that, yes or no? <laughs> no, not okay. at this time, no. Okay. So she and I started hanging out like girlfriends, like going shopping, you know, um, uh-huh. clothes, groceries, just, you know, movies, stuff like that. Right. So one day I went over, she and I were supposed to go shopping, and she comes up to me and she just... She touched my my tits, and I'm like, okay. I was like, yo, and I laughed. And she was like, you. She said, you just shied up on me for the first time ever. She was like, where did that little schoolgirl shyness come from? I was like, right. um, I said, you caught me off guard for one, right. and you know, for two, I don't usually do anything outside of my, you know, him being here. I was like, so right. what's going on? And so she was like, well, he told me if I um, if I felt like doing it to just do it and see what your reaction was going to be. So I'm like, in the back of my mind, like, okay, so they're having side conversation. Right, right. So normally in, in our situations, we share everything. If we are going to do something with someone, right. there's no side conversation, at least not between he and I. You know, we've always kept it, like, real 100. Right. And he started not to with her. Okay. So after that situation, um, we were in another instance. We were all in the car chit-chatting. Okay. And um, he, in the conversation, like, turned on me and just started, like, like, he put me on blast about a situation in front of her. Right. And then he was like, yeah, and why are you letting people grab up all on her on your titties? He was like, when am I going to touch hers? When am I going to be allowed to do stuff with her? Since you're doing it all in private. I'm like, you're doing reverse psychology. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm and, like. Oh. And you bet. And you bet. You took the bait. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. like, you know, I was like, well, first of all, from what I understand, you told her to do it. So it ain't like I did anything out of character. Right. So it it just, from there, I should have read the signs at that point, and I didn't. Only because after that situation, I had some personal stuff go on at home where my grandparents took sick and I was back and forth traveling to go check on family. Right. I wasn't at home a lot. Gave them free time. Right. Right. So... <clears throat> we all have a conversation one night. I come back home from a trip, and I was like, you know, we're all close, whatever, whatever. I said, I'm going to just put it out here. If we're all drinking and smoking and having a good time, you know, cool. Things get out of, you know, if something happens, cool. Okay. I was like, 
you know, I said, I see you guys are really chummy with each other. I was like, whatever. I was like, if something happens and I'm not home and y'all hanging out like we normally hang out and something goes down, I was like, I'm fine with that. I said, but I would appreciate the common courtesy and the respect for you guys to be honest about the shit you do. Okay. So she was like, um, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I'm like, you know, whatever. You can say that now. And then he's looking at me like, okay, where is she going with that? Mm-hmm. So left it at that, and I'm still going back and forth by this time. And um, all of a sudden, I lose one of my grandparents. Okay. And so I kind of just shut the door on a lot. I was a little bit depressed. I didn't really right. want to deal with stuff. And um, I didn't wasn't really talking to him. He and I were kind of standoffish because I'm not one to really deal with feelings. I don't communicate well. Okay. I respect that. And so uh, all of a sudden he stopped coming home. Like he would go do work, come home, clean up, say hi. I'm going across the street. I'm like, well, I what do you mean going going stay with the bitch? Like going to hang out with her, drink, smoke, whatever they were gonna do. And spend the night? Not spend the night, but just go over and hang out and chill with her. And so you, so you in your house, and you know your man is over another bitch house, kicking, eating, chilling. Yeah, because I mean, wow. When neighborly, we're friendly. I didn't think they were doing anything else other than chilling. You know what I'm saying? Another woman. Is she attractive? Be honest. To me? I mean, no, not Uh, to me. I mean, I... No, 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 no. (laughs) We ain't going to do that. We're going to tell the truth on this show. I'm not trying to be conceited, TK. I'm not. Okay, no, no. I'm not trying to be you conceited. Conceited means you talk about yourself. I'm saying, is the bitch fine? No, not to me. Okay, what about to him? He said that she, at this particular point in time, she's not attractive and that's not his type and that's not what he wants. Okay. So she she got something going for herself. Right. And what does she have going for herself that you think is being interesting? Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out because he said he fell for her intellectually. That can happen. How old is he? He is 45. 45. Okay. Men, and, men around their late 30s. Like, physical attraction is good, too. It helps. But she got to be somewhat attractive, though. And intellectually, it can, it can stimulate the mind. Great conversation. But I find you to be um, intellectually amazing. So I'm trying to figure out was that just an excuse or it was just easy pussy for him because he's still fucking. He's not fucking her no more, right? I don't. <laughs> I can only uh-huh. take his word at this point. <laughs> so he's still fucking her <laughs> and still fucking you. But go ahead. Um, anyway, um, so I'm traveling still, going back and forth to where I'm from. And I just, in the pit of my stomach, just something's not right. Okay. You know? So we all, uh, we go on a, on a day trip to um, this place. 
and um, it's like a winery type place. And then, um, so we all had a little too much to drink. So we wound up staying overnight where we were. And um, in our room, we get double beds, right? Right. So he and I in a bed, she's in her own bed. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so I'm hanging out because I, at this point, I can feel their vibes with each other. Right. And I look stupid as hell, like, sitting there. Right. Like, for the first time ever in my life with someone, I felt like the third wheel. Okay. And I'm like, this shit ain't never happened before. Right. So I get standoffish. And so I'm not stupid. He thinks I'm stupid, but I'm not. So I right. can tell that they're sitting, chatting with each other through text message while I'm sitting there. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> No, and I'll like, later. Like you're not really paying attention. Right, and I'll okay, tell you good. how I know it in a little bit. But okay. anyway, so we go um, get alcohol um, because I just tell him I'm not not feeling this. I really wanted to go home. I wanted them to take me home. They just wouldn't take me home. But anyway, so we stay the night. Um, I didn't bring any night clothes, so I normally sleep naked so I did my normal so the next morning we get up and get ready to check out um, so she goes in the bathroom to get ready and whatever so I advance to my dude to you know kiss and hug him and as soon as she opened the bathroom door he pushed me away like I was some fucking stranger wow and I'm like yo did he just do that okay so on the way home, I didn't talk to either one of them because I felt at that moment the trail was all right. over the situation. Right. right. So in the meantime, they're discussing, talking about they want to write a book together. So I'm just like, whatever. So they start meeting to so-called write this book on Tuesdays. Thursdays, sometimes Fridays. Uh-huh. I work from home, so I really don't have time to be checking on nobody, you know, because I have my own shit to do. Right. So this feeling, it just keeps building and building and building, and I'm like, something shit ain't right in here. Uh-huh. So he comes home one night, and I'm. he was like, well, you know, such and such said, you know, we should come over and hang out. And whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm good. He was like, what's wrong with you? He was like, why all of a sudden you being some kind of way towards her? Mm-hmm. Real defensive of her at this point. And I'm like, he was like, you think I'm fucking her behind your back? You said that, not me. Right. I was like, you obviously have feelings for this chick. I said, so you need to just, I said, I told you, I'm better with truth than I am with a lie. Because right. if I have to find it, it's worse off on you than it is for the situation. Yeah. You're just being insecure. Ain't nothing going on. Ain't nothing going on. All right. I'll give you that for now. Mm-hmm. So they, we're still kicking it. I don't go over there so much anymore because I feel uncomfortable. Right. And so went out of town again. No sooner than I landed where I was, I called 
to check in and say, yo, I'm in my hotel room. I'm good. Say, I hear them like they're just together. I was like, I thought you had a job to go do. Oh, well, I canceled it. And since I didn't have any other jobs lined up, I'm just hanging out. Every time I called him that weekend, he was in her face. Right. So I'm like, okay. That tells me everything I need to know. Right. So now I just need the proof behind it because I just sound crazy without having anything. Right. So I get home and I go, he had a job. So I was like, let me go just put it out there, woman to woman. He's supposed to be my friend and my girl. You know, maybe you'll respect what I have to say. Yeah. So wouldn't even look wouldn't even look me in my face while I was talking to her. So I was just like, you know, I I don't like your relationship with my husband at this point. Right. I was like, something's not right. And I said, I just don't feel comfortable with y'all hanging out the way y'all do. Oh, girl, it ain't nothing. He's just like my little brother. You know, we hang out, we chit-chat, we talk, we shoot the breeze, you know, we smoke cigars. You know, we just, it ain't it ain't nothing like you think it. I'm, she was like, I would never do that to you. And, you know, I love you guys. You're my, you're my friend. She was like, I'm closer to you guys than some of my own family. Right. We, they're good. You sure you're okay? You sure there's nothing else going on that's making you feel insecure like this? She was like, you know, I know you've gone through a lot. Do you think you need to see a therapist? Oh, shit. A therapist? Okay. Wow. Um, um, don't don't sound it. Right, right. So I'm like, okay. Next day, um, he's at a job, comes home, and he was like, yo, he was like, I just want to hang out with you tonight. It's just going to be us, you know, cook. Is this saying this to you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Cook, do whatever. He was just like, you know take a bubble bath, relax, it's just going to be us. He was like, when I get back home, just be ready. I'm going to go, we're supposed to write some pages and do some some editing of some sort. I'll be home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit don't sound right. So I do everything I do, cook, clean up the house, take a bubble bath, smoke, relax a little bit, I'm drinking. And something says, got your window. So I'm looking out my window. I'm like, I don't see nothing. At this point, I'm talking to myself. Like, right. <laughs> like, this is some crazy shit. Like, for real. So I'm looking out the window. I'm like, I don't see nothing. So I go off in the house and do some other stuff. I come back. I sit on the bed. I'm watching TV. Bitch, look out your window. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking right. out the window, <laughs> and the lights in the house go off. I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's showing him out, you know, and she's going to bed for the night. So I'm sitting, waiting she's for him to come. Who out? I'm thinking maybe they're wrapping up whatever they're doing. Also, he's, he's about to come you from her house. Talk about he's coming over there to take a bath with you. He's already at her house. Um, he wasn't, but he did go over there, yeah. Okay, all right, so he came in town, or whatever he came from, and went straight to her house first. Right. 
But where was his car? Where did he park his car? His car was parked at home. We lived directly across the street from each other. Okay, so when he went to go do his job, his car was always still in the garage? No, he came home, dropped his car off, and went over there. Okay, without coming in the house? Without coming in the house. Okay, this motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm like, so I sent him a text message. I'm like, where, you know, what what's going on? You know, I have appointments in the morning. I have to be up early. You, you know, are supposed to be over, you know, kicking it with me. So he didn't respond. So I'm sitting here still looking out the window. I go across the street. Right. And no lie, I could hear them. I come back home because I'm like, did I just, I had to check myself to see if this is for real happening or if I'm dreaming some some bullshit is going on. So right. I'm still looking in the window. So I call. He's not taking my calls. But because the way her house is situated, I can see when um, when you walk, like she has like this catwalk and right. there's a, a, a window. Okay. So the house is dark, mind you. I'm watching his cell phone come down the hallway from the light beaming from me calling. Okay, I understand. And this motherfucker did not answer him, answer right. his phone. And so I thought maybe... You know, I'm just trying to make light of the situation. Right. So I hang up. So I'm like, no, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm just tripping. Maybe I'm just tripping. Okay. So, no, I'm calling and watching his phone. He He's walking down the steps. I see the both of them now because I can see shadows. Right. And so he finally answers his phone. Like what? Like I'm disturbing him. I was like. And I knew I was on speaker. I said, fuck you and fuck that bitch. Right. I was like, fuck you, don't come here. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. You got this wrong. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Right. Because I just asked you and I just asked this bitch separately. And y'all fucked me. Right. And so... When he came here, I was getting ready. I was in my car about to leave because I just didn't want to be here. Right. And so he stops me and hops in my car. So we go, we talk, and he was like, well, what do you want to know? I'm like, well, you might as well just out yourself now and tell the truth. Are you fucking this bitch behind my back? Right. Because for one, you don't have to. So either you want, I said, you obviously want your cake and eat it too, or some sister wife type shit. Right. Because after this, after she didn't already felt my shit up, all of a sudden she don't like girls. Right. So something has been going on for a while. So when she said first just sit up, what do you mean by that? She fucked you already? Well, she had, you know, rubbed my tits or, you know, touched me on the ass. She She's never like touched me between my legs or anything like that. Uh, she never ate your pussy or nothing? Mm-mm. Okay. All right, but she did touch you, so that's crossing the boundaries. Okay, good. So mm-hmm. he um, he tells me that, you know, yeah, he he only ate her pussy. That's all that he's ever done. Right. I'm like, you heard them fucking. You heard them fucking. I heard them fucking. Right. So... I was like, whatever. I was like, I, I came over there. 
So I heard you. And, right. and to this day, he still will not own up to it. Wow. So um, after everything was said and done, then I gave him a choice. I said, clearly you have feelings for this lady. I will give you an out. You can leave. Right. You want to be with her? Go be with her. Whatever. I was like, I'm not ugly. You know, I'm sure uh -huh. that I'll be all right. I take right. care of everything. Good. You know, do what you got to do. Right. I don't want to be with her. I don't want to be with her. That's not what I'm, I want to do. I was, you know, trying to hope that you would learn some stuff by hanging out with us and seeing what kind of um, conversation I like to hear or like to be around. And, um, like, he made all these things about me. Right, right, right. Not giving him what he needs and what he wants. Mm -hmm. And um, it made me feel fucked up, really, because okay. I'm like, I've been with you all this time. Why all of a sudden now am I fucked up? I have right. all these issues. New pussy moves next across the street, baby. <laughs> well, go ahead. We're going to keep it going. So he tells me that um, he's willing to work on everything that we have wrong with us, go to therapy, yada, yada, yada. Uh -huh. And, um, okay, cool. So I said, um, I'm not feeling this relationship, this friendship or whatever the fuck you want to call it with her. End it. He refused to end it. Mm -hmm. We're in therapy. And my therapist is telling him to end it. Right. He was like, you're hurting. She's, she's like, you're hurting her. If you're not going to let her go and you're saying you want to, you know, you want to work on this, let it go. Right. And he refused at that point. I had to damn near threaten this bitch's life. for them to stop talking to each other. Right. So that was... And it's not worth it, baby. It's not worth it. Like, to even do that, to threaten her, for you, she die, or whatever, you go to prison, or you can get her because she might shoot your ass, or he loves her so much he might kill you, and then he go to jail... It's just so much, but keep going. I'm, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so this was all last last uh, September, October. Right. And um, he finally saw how damaging it was for right. me. And I finally got like a sincere apology. Um where he, you know, I could tell it it was bothering him that I was so hurt. Mm hmm And um, said that he wouldn't have anything to do with her or whatever, whatever. Out of sight, out of mind is what he says. Right. And so I'm like, you still aren't answering questions that I, that I need to close the door. I'm on the phone. 
All right. So, um, still have unanswered questions. Um, at this point, I don't think that it would even matter um, because what's done is done. Right. It's been a hard recovery role. Um, do I trust him? Some days, yes. Some days, no. Right, right. Um, but I did tell myself and promise myself I was never, ever, ever going to be that caught up in a person or a situation ever again because right. I didn't like the headspace it put me in. Right. I'm better than that. Um, I deserve better than that. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I just started working on me. Um, right. I started trying to lose weight, um, get back to my own interests, and um, he just, he does him. Like, he goes to work. He's home every night with me. We hang out. Um, we do stuff that we had initially stopped doing. So it's like dating all over again, trying okay. to get to know this person all over again. Right. So in a way, it might have been a good thing to do that. Because you oh. say the same, but he realized that he was about to lose something more than this just this meant more to him. If that makes any sense. Like he made a choice, which was a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you took him back. Yeah, he's never left. I mean, we, in all honesty, we should have separated at that point to give each other time to kind of heal and right. uh see if this is where we truly wanted to be. Um, he's happy-go-lucky. Every damn day he wakes up. Some days, <laughs> some days I am. Some days I'm like, I lay here and I look at him and be like, you know, what's truly going through his head? Right. You know, is he just waiting for me to just say, this is some bullshit, I'm out. Right. Because at, at first it seemed like he he didn't want to be the bad guy. He didn't want to be that guy to say, I left my chick for for my neighbor. Right. So, and I'm sure he would have to answer a lot of questions to a lot of people. Right. So he doesn't want to be that dude. And he said that he would let never leave me for another woman. It would be because our situation is just fucked up. Right. So, right now it's a day by day still. I mean, like, we don't argue. Um we're getting better at speaking to one another and communicating feelings about certain issues and things. And that's just where it is. Man. This is truly interesting. So ladies and gentlemen, you heard the story from this beautiful lady. Now I'm going to put my insight on people hearing this story might be going through the same thing or might be having a man or woman bringing this to your doorstep. And I'm going to share something with you guys. You have to go through things, one, to be able to teach somebody something. That's definitely no way around it. My job, my responsibility, I feel, is to give you knowledge to choose which pain you want. Now, obviously, this lady right here who's on the phone, beautiful lady, got caught up 
and she got played, whatever, you know, and when you're going through death, dealing with you get sidetracked and you become like in a capsule and the world is going by. It's like being in a casino in Vegas and you don't know if it's, if it's light or dark outside, is it hot or cold? That's why going through pain and distractions gives your mate or any situation you're really involved in the opportunity to do so much damage before you come back to send down to earth. So I need everybody to pay attention. Never. I've had guys on the show where a guy wanted to fuck his girl's sister. I had a guy want to fuck his girl's cousin. I said, nigga, do you know how that's going to look at the funeral one day when somebody dies and everybody's at the funeral and you sitting over there and she's sitting over there because they had kids together? Like, do you really? People don't. People don't think that far down the down down the field, and I do. You can't take chances, guys. Like another like another DM. This dude, twenty three, got a good woman. He said, but he want to fuck other women. And I told him, I said, you got a good girl. He already got caught one time. I said, you can't take another strike, man. You can't take another strike because once you know the women are so delicate and men think like, oh, if you be honest with a female, it is what it is. And if you lie to a female, it is what it is. I just want everybody to think about what you're going to do, what you're doing, and what you're doing to the person that's laying in bed next to you. Now, in this situation, you had it coming. Right? I got you 400. <laughs> like... You had this motherfucker coming because you was right there in the mix and it happened right in front of you. And I'm not here to bear judgment because I've gone through some shit where I never thought I got played. And everybody heard my story with the girl who acted like she had cancer and the bitch was lying the whole time and was crawling and acted like she was on medication, those kind of shit. Uh, that's a whole nother story. We ain't going to go there. This is about you today. So I'm not going to pass judgment like, what the fuck was you thinking? You've gone through it. You learn from it. You give her another chance. You're taking it day by day. But there's one thing that you left out, though, if I'm not mistaken. You guys actually did have a threesome. Yes. Not, um, we did. One night, um, she wanted to watch us together. <laughs> I love this nigga. Okay, great. <laughs> and to see if it's something she wanted to be a part of. Okay, so he got games. So he convinced her and you. Uh, right, yeah. So um, we were here hanging out at my house, and uh, I'm I'm open sexually. I you know right. I'll try anything once. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever. Right. So we did, and um, at that point, um, I told her go for it. If they wanted to, you know, I was open because at this point, I think I'm thinking it's going to be three people involved. Right. So I'm sorry to interrupt you. So you had the threesome. You thought everything was cool because they was going to keep you in the loop. But then they started oh, no. behind but, your back. Well, in the threesome, she never touched me. Like, they fucked. Okay. 
I said, you had a participant. You had a a a, a bystander. It wasn't yeah. like all of y'all was touching each other and licking and juices was flowing through everybody's body. No, no, and that was the tell-all. Okay. Uh, that's how I knew he had fucked her before. Right. Because usually when you're having sex with someone, it's a trial and error of learning what angle works for that person, what right. touch feels good for that person. He knew exactly where to go right off the bat, and that's what told on them. Right. So now so, you're watching this, knowing that he fucked through her, what is going through your mind and how fast is your motherfucking heartbeat going? Like and, 100 miles a minute, and I couldn't right. wait um, to, like, get in this motherfucker's ass. But um, when he came, well, he walked her out and came back upstairs, I was like, um I was like, you know, out of all the women we've been with, I've watched you. I know what you do, how you do it, and what you say. I said, none of that took place tonight. I said, so you care to enlighten me? Now, I'm going to pause you there. Pause that and remember what you're about to say, what he was about to say to you. So how many times y'all don't fuck the other women together? Four men. Mm-hmm. Over 20? Over 30? No. Okay. No. I would say about eight. God damn, babe. Uh, out of a 20-some-year relationship, like eight. Okay. All right. Still too many, but okay. So. Right. And before I let you finish, to, to, to the... People listen to me. I need you to listen to me very fucking carefully. This is a dangerous game this young lady is playing, but she was able to salvage it, but it's a dangerous game. It, it salvage it, but she'll never feel the same towards this man ever again in her life because this is something that you do before you get married. This is something that you do before you have a boyfriend, you do this with someone that you kind of like, that you never have to fucking see again in your life. Because it's too much at risk, especially today. Like when I was coming up, I was fucking five women at the time. You know, but, you know, I'm, I'm a different type of nigga. You know, I always kept a bad bitch breathing on me since I was 12. So was, my story is different. But what I'm saying Years ago, I'll tell you the story. This girl I used to fuck called me and said, TK, I want to have a threesome with me and my girl. They're just friends for my birthday. I'm like, cool, but at this moment in my life, I'm going through what I call the crossroads. I'm thinking about going real religious or staying the path. So long story short, we wind up fucking, and I think, you know, the player was in me. I'm trying to max the bitch because the girl who I always fucked had a man. I'm trying to max this girl, and I, I succeeded. But sometimes when you win, you really lose, and sometimes when you lose, you really win. Long story short, I find out the girl ain't got nowhere to stay when she go back to L.A., drop dead gorgeous, finding a motherfucker. But, again, I see down the field. 
So automatically, I've calculated in my head, okay, I really like the bitch. This is going to cost me thousands to put this bitch on her feet. I'm not doing that. So when you don't have kids, you move differently. But when you have kids, you try to hold on to every motherfucking dime. So I told the girls, since I got up older, I got to my house. I went upstairs real quick. I bought her a $180 ticket to send her ass to L.A. and got her on, on a plane. But guess what? I haven't seen none of them in over 18, 19 years, which is beautiful. Your pain, babe, and it's hard. I know what you're going through. Every day you got to see a motherfucker that crossed you, and that's a horrible feeling. Now you can, it's always a big adult. I got people in my life, you know, I got my kid's mom who um, we don't really get along, but I have to be the bigger person. That's why I stay away from her. Stay away from her, but I got to be the bigger person to deal with the bullshit that she takes me through, and that hurts. But this motherfucker is laying right in the bed with you. It's sleeping with the enemy. And that's what scares me about people, right? We've been together 20 years, 30 years, two weeks, five months. I don't give a fuck. People move in together, and that male or female one day could go out and something can change their life about you. And everything is gone. If it mentally, spiritually, financially, you get sick, you get diseases. You got these niggas out here being bisexual, fucking other niggas and still keeping wives, still keeping girlfriends, and women don't even know. And, you know, like, like last week, the episode, the girl was finding butt plugs from a nigga. Yes, that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so she sent me the picture of a nigga. And the, the nigga, I, I, I had to delete shit. Matter of fact, I deleted she, everything that she sent me. I had to delete by accident. I deleted everything because I didn't have to delete just that picture. This nigga in the mirror with his ass up like a man, like a female. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, it's not motherfucking worth it. I want you to see your grandbabies. I want you to be able to look at the nigga that's laying next to your bed, a female looking next to you and be at peace and happiness. I'm not against y'all doing this shit. I'm against that once you go under a roof, your bedroom, your home has to be sacred. It has to be the only place on this earth that you can go, shut the door, and have positive energy, positive feelings, positive, even down to the color in your, in your walls, even down to the colors of your sheets, even down to the fucking plate. It's, it's, it's that important to have that kind of peace in your life. Um, let's go with what he was saying, what he said, babe, when you approached that. I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, well, it was a, a spur of the moment thing, and I was nervous. I said, really? That's that's what you're going to tell me? Mm-hmm. But okay. Leave it at that. But um, I did... Um, find um, all their text messages. Oh, so you did some research. 
yeah, I, after I found, after I caught them that night, um, I, I did the, I did the dirty girl thing again. Okay. All right. You did. You I, did I pulled. Oh, yeah. I pulled phone records. He wasn't, honest. He wasn't no. honest. So you had to go do what you got to do. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I pulled text messages and um, phone records and right. uh, stuff like that. And um, what um, makes it a day-by-day situation and the fact that I still have a hard time with trusting him is because he he went and took himself off of our phone plan <laughs> and told me that he he wasn't a kid and he wasn't going to be tracked by anyone and yada, yada, yada. I kind of respect that, though. I kind of respect that. Okay. And that, whatever, I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he said because the fact that he uses his personal phone and his business phone all in one, he didn't want to miss me take a client mistakenly for something else because I have the tendency to overthink and overprocess things. So he said that's why he keeps his phone separate. Wow. So it is what it is at this point. I love him. I do. I'm not going to say that I don't. Right. Um, We have been through a lot of different things. Um, in our relationship that we've been able to be each other's rock on. But this situation, he did leave me to my own devices to heal by myself. And you said your own devices, explain. Um, like I could, I, I would just, I shut down and kind of became a little bit um, depressive, you know, in a right. depressed state. Right. And so it made him like he didn't want to be home. So... It just, um, I read a lot. Um, I got into a network of, of women who who I was able to talk to who have been through, like, believe it or not, this situation is more common than you think. Oh, yeah. And um, I was able to talk to a lot of um, women in ministry who um, were able to be positive lights in my situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I, when, like I said, working out, um, walking every morning I got clarity about myself and which gave me a little bit clear of clarity in my situation so right so now is the maybe, pain almost gone pain is gone like okay, I mean good. I can look at her and not like you know call her a bitch through my teeth or right. you know wish ill will on her um she's got her own issues three ex-husbands and you know I should have told, had the telltale signs there in that department too, but she's real bougie. Like she thinks she's better than everybody, but that's her own issue. It's not mine. So I don't wish any ill will on her. I th- I do believe in karma and I do believe that, you know, what you put out in the universe will bite you in, in the ass one day. Uh-huh. So, you know, to each his own. Okay. Now, if she was to walk up to me in a restaurant and speak, I'd probably speak back because I've got peace in my own situation. Right. So they ha they haven't tiptoed and tried to see each other behind your back anymore. Not that I know of. Okay. So I'm not looking for anything in him. If I find out he knows if I 
find that they're speaking because he said he would not speak to her and see her. I told him as soon as soon as I felt it or saw it, like if I, there's proof that they're actually talking, I don't even care if it's a friendly conversation. I'm out. This, I, I mean, I'm out. Sorry, okay, that you, sorry you had that in your life because I want people to know it's more painful than what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And yeah. we, um, at this point, we decided that um, the door on any other situation is is officially closed because he did admit um, finally that he thought we had an open relationship because of the fact that I like women. He thought he was able to do all these these things. And I'm like, what what gave you that idea? I've never given you that idea. I've never stepped out on you. Why would you step out on me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, that's a piss poor excuse if I've ever heard it. Right. But, you know, whatever. So. It's amazing about that situation. It's a dangerous feel. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't believe it or not, out of all the things that bother me on this earth, which is not that many, me dating a woman that, like other women, makes me very nervous. I don't know why. You know, everybody thinks that's something. That's my kryptonite. That's truly my kryptonite, to be with a woman and I'm out somewhere, and I know beautiful women, and I'm out somewhere with my girl, and I just leave for a second, and the girl that I came with start hitting on the other bitches, and they hook up or right. You just want to introduce people to do business and friendship. Like this happened to me. Um, this happened to me. A girl that was bisexual told me this when I lived in New York City. And a fine girl, Jamaican, short hair, bad body, and she had another girlfriend. Her husband all that time thought that her and her girlfriend were just really friends, and they had been fucking for years. He never knew it. She said, oh, I'm going over to Stacey's house. He said, okay, come Stacey, I said hello. Come Stacey, I hello. And he said, this girl, fucking the hell out of your girl. Man, this shit is crazy. Well, I'm shy, like I told you. I'm, I'm not aggressive in that light at all. And, um, most of the women we have have always, you know, it's always like he's met the person. So I, I'm not, I've never approached a woman to be with that woman. Now, I have been in, um, when, you know, like lesbian relationships before. Okay, okay. But I, I'm not that chick. I'm, I'm loyal to you until you make me not be. Right. So if I'm with you and we're out, I'm not checking out another chick. Okay. Yeah, that's just not me. I'm with you. Right. I'm checking you out. So in a room full of people, I only see my dude or I only see my girl. You know, there's no in between. Now, right. if we do get down, you know, you meet the person first and be like, oh, I think this is someone my girl might like. And then you introduce me to her. Then I'm checking her out at that point. But I'm okay. not outside just looking at every right. chick that walks by me. Yeah, I can't. My heart can't take it, baby. 
You know, I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm, I know I'm getting old. My heart, when I say my heart can't take certain shit, that's why I live a peaceful life. Right. That's like when I went through that shit earlier this year, you heard the podcast about girl with cancer. Let me tell you, I thank God every day that he got me out of that without me hurting that woman really, really bad. And now I'm chilling, I'm back. You know, I never miss to be traveling, never miss to be being with my children. You know, I just had to get that small little thing out of my life and to, to hand over what I call peace of mind to someone again. I don't think I'll, I don't know if I'll ever do it. Oh, I won't. Peace of I... mind. Everything, ladies and gentlemen. Everything. Whew. So let's get down to the real business, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I got to put my love out there for a couple of my shows and my um, one of my uh, advertisements. And you already know what it is. Do you know someone with less than perfect credit? I know all you motherfuckers do. And it's time to grow up and get your credit to right, especially to the men out there. I got a couple guys who was in Sacramento, can't see me perform. And the girl cut his fucking phone off because shit ain't in his name. Or I know guys that got women to get them a car, but they're across town picking up another bitch. The bitch had a track on the phone, on the car and found the bitch. With, you niggas is motherfucking crap. That, 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 that shit got to stop. Everybody got to get their credit together to depend on themselves. It's time to grow to be men. It's time to be grown women. And you already know who she is, the great Cheryl motherfucker Anderson. She can stop it all, y'all. Give her a call. Ask questions, but only serious inquiries only. She's been telling me a lot of y'all been calling, wasting her motherfucking time. Let's get it right, y'all. You know, if you ain't ready to do it, leave her alone. If you're ready to do it, call her, follow through, take your time. It's just not a. It's not something that happens overnight. Something that takes time. Now, I remember I had bad credit years ago, you know, but working hard, paying my American Express bills, doing everything. I'm almost 800. I'm almost 850, if I'm not mistaken. I won't be stoned by anything. But my point is, I want you guys to have the same thing, all right? So we're going to reach out to Cheryl Anderson. Um, let me give you guys a number, like I always do, every damn week. I give you her number. And Cheryl Anderson, Eric, 678-770-2172. Please give her a call. Tell her that T.K. Kirkland sent you. Let's make it happen. It's Friday. Well, no, it's Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I call this the boot camp every year because I work out my chops. I come up with having a, a phenomenal birthday party for my daughter every year, and this year is no exception. We have the world-famous Uptown Comedy Club. Man, let me tell you something. I look forward to Atlanta because you motherfuckers come out and make a nigga feel like a king for real. Um, shows always sell out every year. Um, make sure you reach out make your reservations and get your showtime at Eric 404 0483. And I have some more great news for everybody. We're launching 
this Thursday, and you can do it now. We're going to hear this on the radio to my fans that listen to it. I got my own merchandiser company, my man, Nisri Hustle. Um, before you die, God bless him. Uh, help me put this together. I wanted to take some time to, to do it right, and we finished the, the finishing touches. I'm at redbubble.com. Just go to redbubble.com, uh, find the link, or you can go into the link on the end of this week, and you will, um, I mean, tomorrow, you can um, go to the link and buy my hoodie, buy my shirt, mug, uh, stuff for your sleeve, for your um, for your phone, backpack, socks. I have everything on there that you would love. Redbubble.com, just put in T-K, no, T-Kirkland merch, all right? And I want to make sure I got that right because it's my first time advertising it. So that's important to me. Let me get this right, everybody. Oh, what a world we live in, boy. What a world we live in. Let me get it right, bam. And then November, also, everybody, November 23rd, I just got honored with the Red Fox Award in Atlanta, Georgia, November 23rd. So make sure you check, guys, check that out. So redbubble.com, TK Kirk, yep, redbubble, R-E-D-B-U-B-B-L-E.com, TK Kirkland. Enjoy. Tell your friends about it. I'm going to have the fly shit in the world in about a year. Trust me when I tell you that. Ladies and gentlemen, baby, I wish you the best with this journey you're on. The greatest thing that I want for you is to have peace of mind and that your pussy get as juicy as it was years ago. And you <laughs> and you enjoy the rest of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. You already know what it's about. It's T.K. Kirkland's show. May God bless you. May your pain be champagne. Peace. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the T.K. Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.